It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. From an undisclosed location, 10 floors up somewhere in Oklahoma City, this is the Locked on Thunder podcast being recorded on July 31st. I am your gracious and very humbled host, Eric G., wanting to say thank you for making me a part of your day. Thank you for making Locked on Thunder a part of your day every day. And because you have done that and because you have spread the word and joined via social media, and however you found out about this, iTunes, Alexa, other Thunder podcasts, I can't thank you enough for doing what you've done for this show because because of your efforts, your efforts, we're one of the top 10 most listened to podcasts in the NBA category for the Locked On Podcast Network, and there's so much room to grow. And this is a podcast that isn't just relegated to Oklahoma City or relegated to Thunder fans. We have fans of just about every NBA team joining us, and we've got fans all over the world. And whether you're a Thunder fan or not, I don't care who you worship. I don't care who you love, who you vote for. I'm just glad to have you along every single day for the ride, and it's a very fun ride that we're all a part of. And you're more a part of this than I am, because if it's not for you, I'm not doing this. And you might hear a lot of broadcasters say that, a lot of radio hosts, but it's absolutely the truth. And of all the things that that I have done and had a chance to build in radio, it's been very cool to see this grow. I've never had any experience like this, so this is quite unique to me 
So thank you. Thank you for making it so worth it every single day. Coming up on today's show, we will have an update on Paul George and his health. Um, I, I will try not to get all grossed out and queasy when we talk about that. Plus, we'll go back and revisit the idea of Kevin Durant coming back to Oklahoma City, which was thrown out by Chris Mannix a few days ago on Colin Cowherd's show. And I'll tell you why Kevin Durant can't succeed coming back here to Oklahoma City. We'll hear some more of what Chris Mannix had to say and Colin Cowherd had to say, and then I will give you my response to that. In segment number two, I'm going to tell you why LeBron James is wrong about Donald Trump. And I'm usually not a guy that's very complimentary of the president, and I don't know necessarily that I I will be in this case, but I think LeBron is really missing the boat here when he talks about our president. And I'll also tell you, while we get a little political in that second segment, why no NBA owner can say the things that Jerry Jones has been saying over the last few days. And then we will wrap things up by taking a look at the Thunder preseason schedule It got released literally just a few minutes before we started recording, so I had to add that to the the agenda today. We'll talk about that, and we'll revisit something we talked about yesterday, and that's going to social media to dig up the past on people. And I'll talk about something that's going on in my life. I'll I'll share something here that, that, that that frightens me the more and more I think about it and what I'm seeing these athletes go through on an everyday basis here. My name's Eric G. If you don't know who I am, I did radio in Oklahoma City for a while, and I can tell you right now, soon to be doing radio again in Oklahoma City. I can't say anything more about that than right now. I will let on a little bit more as the days go on. I will also tell you that I will be doing more for the Locked On Podcast Network in terms of college football. And you can probably guess. And if you want to guess and figure out what I'm doing, then tweet me at G-E-E-H-S-O. And if you get it right, you and I will go have a beer. I don't have any like really cool prizes to give away, but we can at least go have a beer. And I want to give a big shout-out to Chuck Cheney. I also did a lot of Thunder Post games. I'm a credential member of the media. And if you like what you're seeing here, and I say this every day, go to LockedOnThunder.com. Check out not only the podcast, but the video and audio archives we have from players and coaches. Let's jump into segment number one now because I've stalled you just a little bit too long on this podcast and give you an update as far as what's going on with Paul George. And Paul George, in a recent interview, in a story that was published online Tuesday, said that he had about 2018 to what was it 18 to 20 ounces of fluid drained from the bursa sack from behind his elbow yeah 18 to 20 ounces of blood just sitting in the sack of his elbow his right elbow his shooting hand and um paul george did not have the greatest of years shooting from two-point range for the Oklahoma City Thunder. In fact, it was his second worst, but three-point shooting was all right for Oklahoma City. And he's hopeful that he's going to be able to shoot and play up to full potential this coming year for Oklahoma City. And I don't need to tell you how huge that is for this team, considering the fact that they're without Carmelo Anthony now. They're At present time in the starting five outside of Paul George really isn't a three-point threat 
We don't know exactly how this whole thing's going to work out with Dennis Schroeder. To have a healthy Paul George means the Thunder, in some small ways, can't help but be better than what they were last year. And think about this for a second. Last year, the Thunder finished sixth in the West, still made it to the playoffs, and you didn't have a healthy Paul George. With a healthy Paul George and a starting five that has time to jail and maybe with a couple of pieces added off the bench and maybe Hamadou Diallo works out great and Terrence Ferguson has a really good season this year, you will see the Oklahoma City Thunder far exceed what they did last year. I will tell you now, I really honestly believe that this team can make it to the Western Conference Finals. I will not say that they can beat Golden State. I won't say that they can necessarily beat the Houston Rockets in a seven-game series, although I give them a fighting chance against both of those teams. But there's absolutely no way this year is going to be one-and-done first-round exit unless one of two things happens. We see a rash of injuries, which, knock on wood, that that is just not the case. And two... More than anything, you just don't see this team click. I don't see that being the case either with Oklahoma City this year. I'm feeling really good about this team and what's going to happen here over the next few months, especially since Billy Donovan has a core coming back, which he really hasn't had to deal with or really hasn't had during his time in Oklahoma City. Let's jump to Kevin Durant. So yesterday I told you I don't want Kevin Durant back in Oklahoma City, and I don't. I'm sticking to my guns on this. I, Dude, go away. Don't come back to Oklahoma City. If you must leave Golden State, go find another team to play for. You won't work here in Oklahoma City, and it's not because you're not good and not because if Kevin Durant came back, he wouldn't contribute to this team. But what Kevin Durant's main hang-up is, is that Kevin Durant doesn't know how to contend with another alpha male. He's already gone through it once with Russell Westbrook. And he's going through it now with Steph Curry. And you'll understand why when I play this Chris Mannix audio about Steph Curry and, and what it means for him to sort of, what it means for Kevin Durant to just kind of maybe not necessarily be in a situation where everything is hunky-dory in GSW at the moment. And I just get the feeling that if Durant came back to OKC1, he would have to concede that it is Russell Westbrook's team. There's no way he can't concede that it's Russell Westbrook's team because Russ has stayed. Russ is the Oklahoma City Thunder right now. He is the guy that you're always going to see on the marquee. You've got to be Robin to his Batman. And I don't see that working out at all for Kevin Durant because he knows in his heart he's the better player and he's the guy that would probably be able to hang around longer because of the, his style of play. Two, if you can't deal with Steph Curry, there's no way in hell you're going to be able to deal with Russ again. And I don't care what Chris Mannix says about the relationship between these two, they are those guys, as I say, that can be friends when they're not working together because they won't butt heads and egos won't get in the way. The other thing on this, and I think I'm on my third point as I've lost track of everything that I'm saying here with Kevin Durant, is a lot of fans are going to look at this as somewhat of a pity party. And, and I'll never see it as Kevin Durant doing it for the fans. I'll see it as Kevin Durant doing it for himself so everyone will say good things about him. 
And for more on this, let's go to Chris Mannix and Colin Cowherd. This is from a few days ago. Here's what Chris Mannix had to say about Kevin Durant possibly making his return to OKC. The thing that I keep noticing is players have been empowered in the NBA and they want to control their narrative. And what has Kevin Durant got to prove if they win again? What? There's nothing there. No. And, and by look, the way, I'm not sure Steph loves him quite as much. I don't, I don't know that that relationship is bad. I, I do think when David West at the end of that year, one of the things he said was like, you guys don't know. I think that that meant the tensions in that locker room were much higher than they ever have been before. But now that doesn't mean that they hate each other, but it does mean they went through some stuff during the year. And look, you've got a guy like Draymond who I'm sure off the court they all like, but at the same time, how often do you have to kind of play hall monitor with Draymond and kind of rein him back in? How tired must an Andre Iguodala be in having to be that veteran locker room presence? I think that there's a good chance at the end of this year that that relationship may not have soured, but maybe it ran its course. I mean, Kevin Durant, in every way, was a mercenary going out there. He signed on to win championships, and he accomplished that. And Oklahoma City is the only place he can go to where he can kind of complete his narrative, where he can get everybody off his back. That's why I just... I just keep thinking, I mean, does he want to go to New York? Well, maybe, I mean, but he doesn't like being near his family on the East Coast. He never considered the Wizards a few years back for that reason. Does he want to go to L.A.? No, no. A guy like Kevin Durant with three championships, you don't get to that point and say, I want to help LeBron win a championship. You get to that point and say, I want to win more championships than LeBron. I think that's the biggest reason that a Kevin Durant wouldn't go to L.A. So I keep going back to Oklahoma City, a franchise that won't have a championship next year, but would be well positioned to win one if Kevin Durant came back in the mix. Yes, but you are not the guy. And that's what we always talk about with the, with the NBA is you still kind of have to be the guy that led them to the championships. And Kevin Durant is more the guy in Golden State than he ever will be here in Oklahoma City. I think if Kevin Durant decided he'd go to Washington, he's automatically the guy over John Wall. He's probably, if you think about every organization outside of Oklahoma City and outside of Los Angeles where LeBron James is, Kevin Durant is the guy. Even if Steph is the most popular player in Golden State, Kevin Durant, I think if you would talk to most Golden State fans, and I'll admit I don't talk to a lot of them, would probably tell you that it's because of Kevin Durant that they are so good, and Durant has put them into this other other stratosphere that they have been. I just don't see it working in Oklahoma City, and quite frankly, I don't want it to work in Oklahoma City. I just don't want this guy back because I don't want him to control the narrative. It's great that, that he feels like he gets that right, but there's always going to be part of me that feels like Kevin Durant gave up everything, gave up the right to control that narrative when he decided to go play for this specific team. Um, real quick, for this, this one comes from Twitter, and I will uh, pull this up now as my phone does weird things, but uh, it comes from uh, Tyler Perryman, who says that he would only be cool with Kevin Durant coming back if, one, he returned all the condition and accepts minimum pay, <laughs> which solves a couple of issues, to let him do his penance for past crimes, and he acknowledged that it is Russell Westbrook's team. I don't know that Kevin Durant would ever do a full acknowledgement of it being Russell Westbrook's team. And if he did even some acknowledgement, it would be begrudgingly. But Kevin Durant coming back for minimum, I don't see that either. Even with all the money that he's making off his shoes, I think Kevin's still going to want to get paid. 
This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you for joining us. Coming up next, why LeBron is wrong when he talks about the president and what the president is exactly doing. We're not afraid to get political on this show. We'll get political next. It is the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. For everything sports, all kinds of podcasts from the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, and college football, go to LockedOnSports.com. And coming soon, college football. To the LockedOnSports.com family. If I haven't already said that, yes, Locked On Sports College Football, and I will be doing, I won't say what, what the name of the podcast is, but I'll let the cat out of the bag this much to tell you that I will be doing a Locked On podcast that is college football. Hmm, yes, and keeping with that Locked On podcast network, motto credo whatever it is of your team every day you might be able to start to put two and two together again if you get it right tweet me at g-e-e-h-s-o and at some point you and i will go have a beer here before the football season gets underway and things get extremely busy so lebron james moves out to los angeles does interviews and now he's talking about president donald trump and uh, LeBron, I'm just going to tell you right now, is wrong about something Donald Trump's doing. And real quick, I, I want to preface this by saying that if you're not really into politics and having your politics and sports mix, you can always, at least in the podcast, you can fast forward. But I love not having the controls on me of somebody telling me, well, you can't talk about this because you can't, you can't win either way. I, I think a great talk show host understands that he's going to offend people every once in a while and i'm not saying i'm a great talk show host but you're gonna offend people and two sometimes you just gotta gotta throw caution to the wind and i'm gonna do so on this one when talking about lebron james saying that lebron's got the president wrong what the president is doing and i'll play lebron's comments here in a second but what the president's doing is donald trump is not using sport to divide our country what donald trump is using sport for And I think more particularly talking about the kneeling down during the national anthem is an old trick that talk show hosts used to use, myself included. Like, I am completely guilty of this, especially when I used to work in Albuquerque and was really trying to find my voice and figure out what I was supposed to do in this business. And that is this. You take low-hanging fruit something that everyone's going to have an opinion on that isn't too difficult to explain. And that's when Donald Trump tweets out stuff, especially about this, it's something that gets everybody in a lather because people have an opinion on it, whether athletes should kneel, whether they should stand, whether there should be rules. You have an opinion on it. I have an opinion on it. And it plays well to his base. If you voted for Donald Trump, 
you probably love him saying stuff like this. If you didn't vote for Donald Trump, chances are you want him to shut up when he talks about this. And all Donald Trump is doing is just trying to create a narrative about himself. He's trying to keep the phones going, as we would say, because if you could get that low-hanging fruit topic and keep the phones going, then you could kick back and just let them carry you through the day. And it's not very good radio at all. And I did a lot of bad radio during my time in Albuquerque. I don't blame the audience at all one bit for that. I did a lot of bad radio, but it was a lot of bad radio trying to learn where I was going. Well, this is what Donald Trump is doing, in my opinion. He's just throwing that topic out there so we can feed on it. Everybody has an opinion, and you can talk about it, and his name is in the conversation. And it's much easier for you at work, for you at dinner, for you at lunch or with family to discuss something like kneeling for the national anthem than it is necessarily talk about trade wars, unless you're a farmer. And you're being directly affected by them. Now, we all get affected by this stuff, but you've got to delve a little deeper. And maybe the trade wars is a bad example because if you're just you're watching the news, then you know food prices will go up. And with Iran, oil prices go up, which means gas goes up. But there are other things that are a lot more complex. But this is not something you have to think about. You just have an opinion on so that's why when LeBron James says what he does here, I got to disagree with him on what the president's motives are. That he's kind of used sport to kind of divide us. And, I, and that's something that I can't relate to because I know that sport was the first time I ever was around someone white, you know, and I, and I, and I got an opportunity to see them and learn about them. And they got an opportunity to learn about me and we became very good friends. And I was like, oh, wow, this is all because of sports. And sports has never been something that divides people. It's always been something that brings someone together. And the country being divided isn't anything new. Our country's been divided since the Revolutionary War. But LeBron hits the nail on the head when he does say sports is something that does unite us and does bring us all together. And the Thunder's a great example of that because in Oklahoma City alone, it brought... OU and OSU fans together. It brought people who didn't root for either school, maybe not have even been here. It gave them a local team to rally around. And I don't think even Donald Trump, with his rhetoric, can take that away. You may feel one way or another about guys kneeling down for the American flag, but Donald Trump cannot take sports being a unifying thing away because ultimately we want to forget the day and we go watch sports to forget everything and, and have something to feel positive and good about. And on that note, Jerry Jones saying that nobody at the Dallas Cowboys is allowed to kneel for the national anthem and people are going to, they're not going to be allowed to stay in the locker room. No NBA owner can get away with that. Not a single one. NBA players, and I'm not saying NFL players aren't, but NBA players are very in tune to what's going on in the world. And NBA players, amazingly, over these last few years, have shown that they care much more about things than the dollar sign. And if you piss the NBA players off about an issue like this and you tell NBA players that they can't use their freedom of speech, they're gone. Oh, they, they will walk out and they will be unified doing it. And you've got enough great charismatic leaders in LeBron James, which everybody around the league respects, 
You've got a guy like Carmelo Anthony, which I think for his social issues, I think for his social issues, especially people respect him. If an NBA owner were to try and pull something like this, the earthquake that you would feel around the association, I don't even know that it is describable, but I, I would say that you would see not only a revolt, but guys would constantly take to social media and television and look for their place to exercise their freedom of speech. And I also get the feeling that NBA players are a lot more consequences be damned than what NFL players are. So Jerry Jones might be able to get away with it. NBA owner camp. Hopefully that made a little sense. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you so much for joining us today. Coming up next... We'll revisit one of yesterday's topics and what I'm looking for most. What I wait, wait, let's state it again. What I'm looking most forward to in the Thunder preseason schedule. It's all right here on the Locked On Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you again for all your support of the Locked on Thunder podcast and making us one of the top 10 most listened to podcasts for the NBA in the Locked on Podcast Network. You've got to be very specific about these things. Now, great look, it's not, am I, am I, am I getting what, Opie, what the Opie Radio podcast is getting? No, I'm not even getting what you know the Lakers are or whatever, trying to make this you know out to be something bigger than what it is but uh the numbers for this you know considering how little (laughs) considering how little advertisement that this network has and that you know we've got to promote it via social media and people have got to want to listen and that's not nothing you know that's not nothing and and every day you're listening especially during the dead period is is really just awesome so thank you very much and remember go to lockedonsports.com for all our Locked On podcast and LockedOnThunder.com. And coming soon, we're going to be adding college football and college sports to the Locked On Podcast Network, and I will be heavily involved in that, hosting another podcast about a local college team. Put two and two together yet? All right, you know, then tweet me at G-E-E-H-S-O. The Thunder released its preseason schedule today. Really, I mean, right as we were about to record... The preseason schedule came out, so it's like, wow, man, I got to go and I got to look at it and see what it is. And I I guess the game I'm looking most forward to, as cliche it sounds, as it sounds, is the Atlanta game October 7th. That's going to be in Tulsa. It's a 2 p.m. game. And the Thunder are already billing that as a chance to see Trey Young play, which I thought was odd considering the fact that the Thunder, you don't need Trey Young to bring people out to the arena. With Russell Westbrook and Paul George and just the overall interest of the Thunder, whether Trey Young plays or not, it really doesn't matter. 
And I don't have anything against Trey Young, and I realize that there are a lot of OU fans who will show up to watch Blake Griffin play and wear his jerseys or Buddy Heald, and there's going to be a good amount of Trey Young fans. But I think it's kind of awesome that even though those guys played at OU, now that they don't play in Oklahoma City, people still gravitate to the Thunder players and still gravitate to them more. I'm looking forward not only to seeing how he's going to do, but how guys like Hamadou Diallo, Terrence Ferguson are going to do this preseason, what Billy Donovan's going to do with his lineups. The game I'm probably second most excited about is the October 9th game. It's the last one. It's the Milwaukee Bucks. But Giannis probably not going to play in that game. Neither will any of the Bucks starters. But, hey, it's another chance to see that uniform, that jersey, which I think is the best in the NBA. Just absolutely love those colors. Nothing against Thunder Blue. I just, I'm very partial looks-wise to Buck Green <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Also, you know, look, Thunder Knicks, those uniforms are very similar. And, um, yeah, hey, I'm partial to those as well. So there you go. So not to anger anyone at the Thunder. Um, closing out the show, I wanted to go back to what we talked about yesterday and how far should we go back in when we're judging people? How far back should we go, especially when it comes to stuff like social media? And you've seen athletes go through it. Guys who are in college, guys who are in the M or in Major League Baseball, and I'm sure there will be an NBA guy, if they haven't already been caught, will be caught soon. But just going through one of my own experiences right now, and I won't go into too much detail because it's not fair to my nine-year-old son to go into that much detail. And But he did something on social media, said some things about another kid, and his mom has saved it. That kid's mom saved it. Well, okay, we do what we do as parents. We punish him. We go as far as we feel like we need to go as parents. And now I worry that if my son becomes successful, this could be used against him. Now, you might think I'm being a little hyperbolic here, but, but I don't think I am. If we're going to be digging up tweets of Major League Baseball players that they wrote when they're 13, how nuts is it to really think that some mom, somebody with an axe to grind, if they have an axe to grind, could use something from a child when they were nine. Oh, look what he did here. Kid's grown up. He's learned his lesson. Doesn't do stuff like that anymore. Made a one-time mistake. But we've hit the point in society where, and going back to that whole, we did what we thought is right as parents, it may not be enough to satisfy that other parent. And that's where we are right now in society, is when somebody does something that we don't like, we want blood. We want them to pay a price that satisfies us. Not necessarily atones for the, in air quotes, crime that they committed, but satisfies us. And I think, unfortunately, for a lot of people, that means watching a person get destroyed, lose their job, lose their family, lose whatever semblance of life that they have because that's ultimately how we have to see this go down and I don't think that's our place and I hope as humans we can learn to forgive one another 
and realize that people are going to screw up. Big time screw up. I do it all the I screw up all the time. But we have to we have to understand. We have to I don't understand I guess what's wrong with showing compassion. It's almost like it's almost like being a talk show. It's like, man, if you're not being critical enough, then you're not being entertaining enough. Well, what what about showing compassion to someone for when they mess up? Maybe it's something that we ought to try. It might it might turn a new leaf over in society. Coming up on tomorrow's show here on the Locked On Thunder podcast, we'll talk about how the NBA has now just signed an agreement with the MGM. Ooh, things are about to get real interesting. We'll uh, try and unwrap that all. That's right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. And until tomorrow, very sincerely, let's ELE. Let's everybody love everybody. And peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.